Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to promote Steven Tyler for his upcoming film, Clear Waters. Eventually, this will screen next year. Hey everybody, it's George Saldana and this is a new edition of Movie Mondays. We're here in Sacramento, California. Shout out to all the cities here in California because California is my home. And I'd like to give shout outs to other cities, even small cities here in the United States, and shout out to other countries around the world. Movie Mondays, this podcast segment is solely on movies, animations, and stop motion films of any sort. And we just talk about it. So here with me at this time is Steven Tyler. Uh, yeah, I, I am Steven M. Tyler to the professional world. Mm. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, so how are you doing, Steven? Good, good. How are you? I'm doing good. Uh, today's movie is Shrek. Never seen it. No, I. Yeah, me neither. No, no. I, I, I I'm gonna be guessing Where a lot I of been? stuff. I've probably been in a cave or something. I what, if I were to guess what the movie's about, it's about some like green guy. We can even call him like an ogre, you know. Wasn't it about Mike Myers who just painted himself green? Possibly, but still green. Mm. Yeah. Okay, got- so, uh, <laughs> where were you and? Uh, when did, did you watch this movie? Dear God. Um, what, what year did it come out? Uh, 2001. 2001. So I was a sophomore freshman in high school. Um, yeah, yeah. Damn. <laughs> I know. I just aged myself a little bit. Is that what happened? I was seven when that you, came out. Yeah, I was, I was, uh, I was in high school. <laughs> were you interested in the film when it came out it was honestly i thought it was hilarious um i had my little brother and sister who were like 10 and 12 years younger than me mm. um they were watching they loved it uh, my family loved it and i mean it's freaking mike myers like how could you not love mike myers yeah you know it, it was before you did gold member yeah. Year before you did Goldmember. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I wasn't a huge fan of Goldmember. I thought the first two were awesome, but Goldmember was kind of, I don't know. Uh, I remember I went to the drive-ins and saw that. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Here in Sac or somewhere else? Yeah, Zach. Oh, the drive-in. Yeah, the drive-ins oh, in Zach here. Nice, by Rancho. Okay, cool. Because uh, I live nearby there. Yeah, I, I grew up Rancho, so. Okay. Yeah. It's cool, man. Um, Yeah, so I saw it. I didn't go. I didn't know about it that much, really, because I was probably focusing on cartoons and stuff. <laughs> uh, like Shrek. I remember I was at a Target. It was in Salinas, though, mm-hmm. Salinas, California, and um, I think I think it was a Walmart, and uh, it was around the time Christmas time, two thousand one, I believe. And um, my sister, she went out. She, she, I was like by the the cart, and my mom, you know, just she was buying some. Uh, cosmetics or something and my sister just laughed and then minutes later she comes back and she get she brings a VHS of Shrek like brand new and is like okay this looks interesting like I didn't know who John Lip, uh, John Lipko was at yeah. all I didn't know who Mike Myers was or Cameron Diaz but since she had the last name like Diaz I was like oh, okay <laughs> nah, I'll give it a chance so uh, they bought it and uh, we went home and I saw it for the first time, and I actually liked it. Yeah. Even though some some of the things I didn't I didn't know what they were talking about because I didn't know understand I didn't I did not understand English until you. Oh, okay. So okay. I, the visuals actually cut, uh, got me uh, 
you know, I, I understood the visuals and what was going on. But yeah. I didn't understand what they were saying. Yeah. Um, until probably like ne- the, le- the, the next year, I actually understood more and more and more. And then uh, throughout the years, I kept watching it. And then I was like, okay, I totally understand this movie. And it, 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 it's much better as I see it more and more. Right. Um, it, it's, it's a, this film is a bit timeless. Yeah. Well, and it's funny, like, you saying the way the first time you saw it and the first time I saw it, because we were seeing it from very different eyes. Yeah. You know? Um, Because there's a lot of adult jokes in that. You know, kids aren't going to get that. They're not. And that's why they're fantastic, is because there's a little bit for everybody. I mean, you're saying that you hardly understood what they were saying, and you still loved it. Yeah. You know? Um, And there's lots of kids' jokes. There's kind of fart jokes. Yeah. there's adult humor. There's there's a little bit of like I said, everything for for everyone. You know, um, it's a fantastic movie. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what was your favorite character? Uh donkey. Donkey. Donkey has got to be the, my favorite. I mean, he's a loudmouth. He's crazy. Uh, to me, was uh, Lord Farquaad and uh, what else? Not Donkey. It, I, to me, he was a bit annoying. <laughs> but but he was supposed to be. Yeah, so it worked. <laughs> it worked. So it wasn't my favorite character. Um, I also like the Robin Hood character in the, in the film. Oh, yeah. He was hella funny. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, those were my favorite characters. Surprisingly, Shrek was okay. He was just, he was the hero. Like, he wasn't my favorite character. He's still, he's still not my favorite character, um, especially after I watched Shrek 2 and I saw Puss in Boots. That's my favorite character. Oh, Puss in Boots. Yeah. yeah. He's my favorite Puss. character. So... <laughs> But if, like for the first one is probably just the side characters and the villain. Yeah. 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 I would agree. Yeah. I mean, I think I think all the characters are built a certain way and they're lovable. I mean, Shrek is going through some sort of weird her- hero's journey oh, yeah. uh, throughout the film. It's like the classic hero's journey in a sense, but it's kind of a skewed, which yeah. is you know. Apparently, there's a book. Apparently, there's a book about it. So uh, I need to find it somewhere. Probably the stack library or something, but. Um, I like how they uh, added all these uh, Brothers Grimm characters. Yeah. That was something new I haven't seen throughout my life and just watching the film. Well, it's funny, even in high school, I didn't really know Brothers Grimm all that well, but, like, I knew all the characters. I just didn't know that they were Brothers Grimm. And then, you know, go into adulthood, and you're like, oh, oh. Yeah. So, Um, like... I grew up watching Disney, and you know I knew all the char- all the fantasy characters. And then uh, eventually, when I saw that film, I was like, "What? Like, d- is Disney working with DreamWorks?" Cause right, right. These fantasy characters that I saw in Disney, but eventually I found out about it like pretty quickly. Yeah. And um, I also at the same time while watching it, I was like, I accepted. I was like, whatever. I'm like, okay, cool, they're here. Um, right, right. And um, what you, okay, what you think of? We're gonna talk about the characters right now. So, what do you think about Shrek? Shrek, like I, like I said, I mean, he's one. He's a classic hero's journey. Two, he's kind of a classic Mike Myers character in a, in a lot of senses. So, if you like Mike Myers, you like Shrek. And he was crazy enough, you know, like it, he was lovable but crazy. And even though he's supposed to be this terrifying ogre, you still kind of loved him. Um, so I I think he's a cool character. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Go ahead, man. This is recorded. 
Yeah. Alright, so yeah, so uh Shrek's character, uh Mike Meyer. I, I like Shrek, it's just uh uh the only good part I like about Shrek's character is that Mike Myers' character is not too much into it, so you don't hear a bunch of swing or any awesome power. Right, right. Because he used that stick, that stick for like a while, and that sort of uh, destroyed his career later on in 2008. Yeah. And um, Because he became typecast. Yeah. You know? He became a typecast character, and he used the same material, and that got a bit boring. Right. Especially. Well, I think, I think that's always kind of a... Like a shortcoming of every comedian, they're like, "Oh, do the thing again, do the thing again." And so like, he's expected to do those certain things all the time because people are like, "That's funny, man! Did you just do that." And he's like, "Well, I want to do something else." No, 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 do, do that again. You know, like, okay. Well, uh, in in Glorious Bastards, he they used him perfectly. Mike Myers' character. Yeah, yeah. He, he does a cameo in that film, and he, they really did a good job on that. Um, they they used his... They, they made him act, you know? Like, instead of just using the same old slick, sh- like, his uh, comedic style in Inglourious Bastards was, like, different than he usually does, and that was, like, a fresh thing. Right. more funnier. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, okay, so let's go with uh, Princess Fiona. Um... <laughs> uh, so my first, I'll, I'll I'll take it back even before Shrek. My first uh, encounter with Cameron Diaz is uh, from The Mask. Yes, The Mask. The Mask. And so, even though I was really young when The Mask came out, it was still kind of that swing character. Uh-huh. So you're taking it, you're taking that character, and you have this beautiful Princess Fiona in in the sense of the cartoon world. Uh, you have this beautiful. And then suddenly you're like, eh, she's an ogre. What? <laughs> I think that's kind of funny. You know, I I don't think you'll find a character that I truly hate in the Shrek because they all they all serve a purpose, and I think they're all really good. Uh, her character, it's kind of this odd twist because she's supposed to be this beautiful princess, and like I said, she's an ogre. She's actually a little bit more. She's she's Shrek, but with an almost kind of an angry twist because. She's been locked up in a tower for years, or her life, and she's waiting for this heroine to come in who's this beautiful, charming, you know, uh, whatever, and Shrek shows up and saves her. And if you haven't noticed, like, uh, her character was much different, like, in the sense that she wasn't the damsel in distress. She was actually, like, half of the hero that Shrek was. Right. She was saving everybody's butts, and, um... She was a strong female she was character. Strong, and I, I didn't see that coming that she was an ogre. Spoiler right. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Yeah. If you I haven't seen Shrek, then you should probably um, yeah. Yeah, go rent so, it right now. I didn't know she was an ogre, so that caught me off guard. Even before I knew English, I mm-hmm. was like, oh, that's, I didn't see that coming. I yeah. didn't know what to expect. Yeah. And uh, that was a good twist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what did you think of the twist? Like, did you expect that when you saw it? I'm trying to remember back, to be totally honest with you. But um, I can't say that I totally saw that coming. Uh, I think it was a really good twist. Um, I mean, it's... I don't know, the right words, but uh, words are hard. Um, <laughs> but I, I think it, it was a really good twist. Um, she's her, she's a really strong female character, and I think that's really good, especially for the audience, especially the younger audience that have a female character 
kick butt the way that Fiona kicks butt because you're like, um, you're supposed to be this damsel in distress, but you're an ogre and you whip ass. Like, <laughs> um, what else? Uh, okay, let's go with donkey. Ah, okay. So from what it sounded like, we have different opinions on on donkey. I like Donkey. He's got a lot of funny shticks in the movie, and I'll call them shticks because they really are shticks. I think the movie's full of them, but um, he's supposed to be this annoying Donkey, and yeah. he pulls it off very well. Um, and he's loud. He's he's in Shrek's face constantly, like, "Oh, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing?" Kind of like a kid who just keeps poking you, Dad. I liked Dad. him better. They they made his character much better in the second one, but. In the first one, like they just said, he's annoying. He, uh, even though he's annoying and dumb, he still has a heart. And uh, at some points, he has he makes good sense. Yeah. Uh, even though Shrek doesn't listen to him, but uh, in the second one, they they flourish his character much better. And but in th- in this case, in this movie, uh, it wasn't my favorite character. He he becomes sort of my favorite characters in the second one. But mm. for this film, um, he was. He was just annoying a little bit, but I still liked his character. But he's not one of my favorite characters. Yeah, I, I have a weird sense of humor, so I, I kind of just dug him a little bit. Like I was like, yeah, he's annoying. Cakes. I'm, I'm kind of annoying. So, um, yeah, I kind of like him. So. Cakes. Everybody likes cakes. Yeah. <laughs> Layers. <laughs> it's a parfait. Parfait. Parfait, parfait, parfait delicious. You never heard someone say, oh, hell no, I don't know parfait. <laughs> uh, let's see. Lord Fodquad. Okay. Um, I, okay, I'm six foot five. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to say I don't like him because I'm six foot five and I'm picking on short people. Yeah. Uh, I think he's funny because he's this got this Napoleon complex, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, he's... He's basically picking on everyone that's bigger than him, you know? Yeah. Um, trying to, you know, he's being the ultimate villain and taking down what everyone loves. So I think for that purpose, um, he did his job. But he's not my most favorite character of the entire movie. Dude, like, the way you just said about, like, it was, like, Napoleonistic. Napoleonistic. Yeah. It actually, like, I, I never thought of it till now, like, hella makes more sense like, yeah he even though his stature is pretty short you know mm-hmm. probably shorter than me uh, he, oh he's definitely shorter he's than like you. a toddler no, yeah not toddler like a four-year-old height yeah uh, he picks he picks around his weight his power around people who are taller than him right and even if he picks on uh oh not to mention he actually picks on the cook uh the gingerbread man Right. Even though it's smaller. <laughs> the gingerbread. Yeah, so he picks on both. He, he puts his weight around despite being that short and unintimidated. Uh, the way, the reason it that character brought me in was when they introduced him. That was, like, the best introduction True. I've seen in the bad guy. Like, he, he goes to the kitchen, like, all badass. Like, I thought he was, like, normal size kind yeah. of bad guy. And then when he enters... It, the camera goes up and he's getting shorter and shorter and he's shorter than the table. And the right. Table goes down. He's this tiny little man. <laughs> and then he starts picking on the gingerbread man. And that Not was a the funny gumdrop sequence. buttons. <laughs> that was my favorite scene. I, my my family and I we we quoted that that line like to this day we still quote it like oh nothing gumdrop buttons. 
also a good character. I like the gingerbread man. Uh, gingerbread, honestly, one of my favorite characters in yeah. that entire movie. He, I mean, he's a small character, but like, he's memorable yeah. beyond belief. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the writing of this film made it really memorable. Mm-hmm. Um, what about the dragon? Oh, the dragon? Okay, so I think the dragon was more of a prop than anything. Like, it, it was something for something odd for the donkey to fall in love with. Because mm-hmm. clearly we have our main story between our heroine and the damsel in distress who's really not a damsel or... No. No. And uh, so I think it's just kind of a little payoff for the donkey. Because at first, you know, he's like, no, I can't fall in love with a, with a dragon. And then he's like, ah, I kind of like it. He gives it a shot, which is weird. But, yeah. You know, whatever. It's a fairy tale. Right. Uh, yeah, I thought the, the dragon was like an obstacle part of the story. Mm-hmm. Like you never see her, her again. And then eventually you see her at the end, which... Uh, as a kid watching it, I was like, cool, dragon eats somebody at the end. Right. And then, uh, but it doesn't do too much because, I don't know. It's, like, a kid's, it's still a kid's movie in a sense. I found that gross when the dragon had the, the lipstick and stuff. But <laughs> was, I, I found it funny. <laughs> I mean, it was ridiculous, yes. But the entire movie was built on being ridiculous. Yeah. Um, what did you think of, uh, like... My one one of my other favorite scenes is when uh, Shrek finds out all the Grimm characters are uh, entering the, the, the shack. Go ahead, Zane. Well, I think when when they all entered his his swamp, you know, they're all living there. That was like the final straw, because like Shrek's not gonna go save this and that and that, but like that was his push, you know, like that. All right, to get you guys off my property, I will go do this. I will, I will move forward. I'll be not even the hero. He's almost an anti-hero, but he's doing this to get them off the property. It's, it's a reason. It's a push forward the for him. inciting incident. The in, thank you, thank you. That was yeah. the word I was looking for. I was like, there's, there's a word for it. <laughs> you think, you think going to school for three years, I would, I would remember that. <laughs> but, um, yeah. It, sometimes it goes like that to me too, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I, yeah. Like now that I think about it, the, the three act structure is like that was the last straw. Even though people have been like telling them to like leave, right, leave forever, but uh, eventually when all the main characters just go into his spot, his his, uh, his swamp, that's when he decides, okay, I'm gonna confront this guy, which is Farquad, and then Farquad gives him a mission to get. Uh, which is funny, the, uh, <laughs> speaking of that, where uh, Farquaad is picking the Bachelorette chicks. Yeah. That was, that's just funny. Like, uh, you see the guy with the... My, also, one of my for other favorite characters is the guy with the, the ghoul. I don't know if it was a ghoul or a human, but he was, like, covered with black... The black The thing, mirror? And he had, like, green eyes. Remember? He, he, was, he was, like, Farquaad's henchman. No, why do I not remember he, that? Like, like, when he was picking a Bachelorette and he was, like... Pick three, pick three, my lord. And he was like, two hands. <laughs> <laughs> I was like... Well, you know what's funny, too, that is that movie itself played, um, like, a lot of good humors take things that are happening on in the society at that time, and it took a lot of stuff that was going on, like The Bachelor, Bachelorette, 
that had just been introduced and made fun of it, you know, like it, it made fun of, of that environment, which was, I think did a really good job because yeah. it, ma- it made it relatable uh, for the, for the adult audience. Yeah. I like to take something back. Like, um, Shrek, it, the story overall is not, it's timeless. It's just the pop culture they had at the time, like smash mouth, smash, smash mouth. That's a bit outdated. Right. It is now, but I, but at the same time, it was a, popular pop song that really hasn't been like i mean it was overplayed at the time but you could still listen to it yeah you know it's not bad either like i actually right. love that song for smash mouth right um yeah which is not bad but just for the time being it it's like uh since it was early 2000s smash mouth was the shit so yeah they they were, they were doing their they're doing their thing and they're doing it well yeah like, <laughs> I, like I like smash mouth it's just it's just outdated now like, yeah. by society. So, like, uh, yeah, that's basically how I think of the sto- like the movie overall. Because uh-huh. story's timeless, but uh, pop culture they put in. It's just like every other movie that put pop culture. Like, uh, for instance, Hotel Transylvania. Mm-hmm. It's like, the story's timeless. It's just right. the pop culture they put, like, right now, today's music. They put, right. Yeah. But th- I think that happens just you know in a lot of senses, especially in kids' movies. Yeah, it's gonna happen. I mean, um, I felt I felt Shrek wasn't like a kids' movie to me though. Well, I think it was it was a movie that visually was geared towards kids, but it had a lot of stuff that the parents would like as yeah. well. Um, I think that's 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 honestly where their success was because mom and dad are like. Yeah, I'll watch it with you. It's funny as shit. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, as where the kids are like, look at that. Shrek is funny and green. You yeah. know? <laughs> so. Um, um, so, yeah. Uh, what do you think? What, what do you think of, like, the fact that uh, Shrek and Fiona don't immediately fall in love? And then eventually at the end, it took them a while to, like, fall in love, like, express their true feelings towards one another well i actually feel like it's a good play on good relationships because the people that fall into lust and then tell each other that they're in love that that's hard you know i'm a married man i I feel like i married my best friend and it's not because like we jumped in the sack the first day you know which would be kind of weird we were sophomores in high school but (laughs) (laughs) um (laughs) but I think a lot of people, a lot of relationships that are built off that lust, as where they had to warm up to each other, like a lot of good couples did, yeah, do, you know, they it was built on a on a friendship and trust and things like that, um, to where they're like, you know what, I can see myself with you, um, and I think that that's kind of kind of what they're saying with with them, you know. Yeah. Okay. Um, I would like to give you some trivia facts about shrek okay uh so in the line you're on the way to a smack bottom was <laughs> improvised by mike myers after he got annoyed at one of the directors he said he also used the line a few years earlier while playing austin Powers' character in the popular music video madonna song beautiful stranger oh yeah i remember that yeah i didn't know that but like well no i remember the song i don't yeah, remember i actually have the cd for the the- austin Powers. <laughs> that's why who shagged me yeah yeah, uh, yeah, that was one of them. Um, let's see, the song "All Star" by Smash Mouth, heard in the opening credits, was only placed in the film for test 
uh, you know, to test the audience until a new song could be found. But the test audience loved it, and the producers kept it in. And then the producers decided to keep the all star. They decided to let the band, uh, let the band uh, sing the last song of the movie. I'm a believer. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I mean, I know that they sang that, but I didn't know that's that's how it came across. I figured it was some sort of like record deal in the sense yeah. of you know like hey we got this artist they're pretty big imagine if smash mouth didn't even do any of the music like could have been uh Foo fighters or it could have been <laughs> if if everlong opened up um <laughs> shrek that'd be pretty funny hmm, been, it would have been interesting or it could have been no doubt punk band oh yeah yeah uh, i can see no doubt more than uh foo fighters <laughs> Uh, let's see. Shrek received his own star in Hollywood Walk of Fame, which I haven't seen. Really? Yeah. Like, oh. Last time I, I was in Hollywood not too long ago. Actually, no. It's actually a year ago. Um, where I was walking around. Come in. Is that Zane? Did you hear? Not? I didn't hear anything. No. Oh. Like, I was in Hollywood and, um. And I did. I was looking at the stars, and I saw like Walt Disney and all the Disney characters, and Tom Hanks and all those guys. But I never saw Shrek. Could be by a Walgreens or something. Because <laughs> there's a Walgreens <laughs> near the Hollywood uh, Walk of Fame, like right. Hollywood. So I haven't been down there in hell long. <laughs> could be there. Yeah. Uh, Eddie Murphy says Shrek series is among his best works. Which says a, a bit, you know, I love his Beverly Hill Cop film. Oh, yeah, classic. And, um, what else? Daddy Daycare? No, uh, Shrek no. was better than Daddy Daycare. Yeah, I think Shrek is what made Eddie Murphy, uh, I think, like, made his work, him memorable. Right. I mean, when he's gone, like. I mean, I feel like he was already a household name, though. Oh, yeah. By, by but, you know, he, he did start off with his stand up comedy, like, when even I was a young, even possible baby. Yeah. Um, with, uh, what was that called? Raw or something yep. like that? Yeah. Stand up raw. Yep. Yeah. And uh, that was that was pretty dirty in a lot of senses. Um, and then he did Beverly Hills Cop. And then suddenly he well rounds himself by playing Donkey in Shrek. And now he's a household name, not just for adults, but now for kids. So he, he went full circle. Yeah, like I felt like the, the creative people, directors, animators, they they used Eddie Murphy correctly. Yeah. Unlike, unlike other movies I've seen, but even before he did stand up, he was actually working at SNL and like Yeah. SNL at the time was like really really bad. Like <laughs> Yeah. It almost got canceled or whatever, like Oh, did it? I didn't know that. Like it was pr- it was a dark time yeah. for SNL and then Eddie Murphy actually was a big part of helping SNL get to the top Mm -hmm. like at that time during the 80s yeah and then um but yeah like eventually he 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 developed his character and then uh shrek dreamworks uh they use his character correctly yeah um okay let me give you another uh another fact um oh did you know chris farley was supposed to be the original shrek no yep I, I couldn't see that, though. That, I mean, it might just be because Mike Myers is already implanted in my brain. I think he was a perfect Shrek. I, I don't know if I could see they Farley. They recorded his dialogue. Really? Yeah, but they never used it. So they DreamWorks has Chris Farley's dialogue, but they never... I want to hear that. But 
you know, he died. So then I think they went to Mike Myers. Really? Yep. That's very interesting. I did not know that. I found that out like two years ago. I was like, what? That's a cool ass fact. I like that. Um, let's see. There's a bunch here. Um, let's see. The scene where Princess Fiona burps was written after a recording session where Cameron Diaz burped after drinking Coca-Cola. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I didn't know that. Is that her actual? So that's her actual burp on on the, on the, in the movie. Yeah. That's awesome. And then uh, you know how Smash Mouth did the sample, uh, did a a cover. I'm I'm a believer. Mm-hmm. Cause it's uh from my fav- one of my favorite bands of the '60s, the Monkees. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a believer. I couldn't leave. I like the Monkees. Um, too bad. Uh. What was what was the lead singer's name again? Oh, of Smash Mouth or uh, no, the, no, monkeys? the Monkeys? I have no idea. <laughs> uh, damn it! I was just watching this cart. I was just watching the show not too much too long ago. Um, but anyways, too bad he died. Um, uh, let's see. Shrek means monster in Yiddish. It derived from a German word Shrek, which means terror or fright. Oh, well, that's cool. Yeah, I didn't know that either. I didn't know that. We just we just learned something today. Right, my. My brain just expanded a little bit. <laughs> uh, let's see. A few more and then we'll continue. Um, rumors about Lord Farquaad was based off a of former Disney CEO, Michael Eisner. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he was during the uh, 90s when he was a CEO of Disney. Yeah. Um, which he did a good portion of uh, the Disney Afternoon and stuff. Do you remember mm-hmm. that, Disney Afternoon? No, not at all. Uh, it was like the cartoons with that tailspin, DuckTales. Oh. Ooh. Yeah, he was CEO during <laughs> that time. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, during a voiceover session, Cody Cameron suggested that Cameron Diaz marry him so you can become Cameron Cameron. Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> Damn, that sounds Where like, did I get that this, sounds like something man? stupid I would say, to be totally <laughs> honest with you. Yeah, just... It's, does he, it's not even funny, but, it, you know, it's sad. Uh, uh, just after the release, uh, DreamWorks started working on Shrek 2 immediately. Really? Just after the release. Yeah, I mean... It took three years. So there's a plan. Mm. Uh, the whole animation team from Ants. Do you remember Ants? DreamWorks? Yeah, Woody, Woody Allen. Allen yeah. That's one of my favorite films also from DreamWorks. Yeah. Ever. Really? Yeah. Oh. We could probably do an episode of that, about that. Uh, <laughs> it was a DreamWorks first animated movie. Oh, uh, okay. That's when they recruited for the Shrek film. So all the people who worked at uh, Ants mm-hmm. worked immediately with Shrek. They got well. They had a consistent job. That's cool. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and Ants wasn't was really really well put made like well made film. Yeah. And with all the the people they had, they actually made Shrek, and it was same thing as Ants like. Yeah. Even though it's it's a different uh, point of view, like it was ants, and then this is just normal. Right. And the right. visuals are just great. Even it's it still looks great. No, it's it. and that's that's a sign of a good you know animation. It's it's timeless in that sense. Oh, and then speaking about uh, the the grim fairy tale creatures mm-hmm. that go to the swamp, apparently a thousand fantasy characters invaded Shrek Swamp at the beginning of the film. 1, that 000. many? Yep. Whoa. So they drew about 1,000 characters. Wow. That, that's a lot of dedication right there. I didn't even know that there was 1,000 characters. I, I mean, in the sense of, like, to fill the front. 
Did they like throw Power Rangers in there or something? Like <laughs> I don't. I would feel like they would run out of characters. Um, they snuck in a Mickey Mouse or something. And speaking of Mickey Mouse, in other in other sources, uh, you know, Mickey Mouse is the the head, like the the mascot of Disney, basically. Right. And um, after Shrek premiered in DreamWorks, DreamWorks was Shrek. Shrek was the poster boy, right? Poster animal monster, whatever. And then um, <laughs> eventually, you know, of course, the minions took over, and they they're, well, they're the new mascots for DreamWorks. They they are indeed. Yeah. So, but I just saw like some of the new minions, and I wasn't. No. Nah. No, nah, like I was cool with Despicable Me, but like. What about uh, you? Yeah, it was okay. I I think uh, once they finally got the minions, I was like, ah, I think I'm done with the minions. But <laughs> you know. Uh, let's see. Uh, one or two more, I see. 1,250 props and environments were created in the computer for the first film. Wow. Some hard-ass work right there. <laughs> and especially for its time, you know, the technology. Yeah, yeah it's Damn. It's changed a, uh, a whole lot. And then finally, the last fact of the film. Uh... Merchandise for the movie includes baby mobiles, Shrek, Donkey, and Fiona figures. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Dot, dot. Probably all made by Mattel. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Um, so, what do you think overall of the film? I, I like I said, I think it's a staple like comedy or classic or however you want to put it. I, I think it has a place in uh, film lore. You know, like it. It's it's a it's a really good movie. Uh, I don't care like if I saw it when I was you know fifteen or sixteen, or today I would still laugh at it the same way. Um, and honestly, now going back, if I watch it right now, being almost thirty, uh, this month don't tell anyone. Um, <laughs> oh, you're younger than my sister. Then. Oh, okay, okay. You're still young. Yeah, I'm, I'm young. She she turned thirty in February. So it's the last month of my twenties. I gotta live it up. Oh, yeah. By going to sleep. Damn, then it's 30s. I'll be there, like, in nine years. <laughs> I'll but, be there soon. Uh, I, I do feel like that it, it is a staple. Like, it, it's, it's part of Hollywood lore. Like, there's... It's got its place in history. Oh, know? yeah, definitely. So. Yeah, that, that movie will be in my memory and one of my favorites for a very long time. Right. Unless they do a reboot, and then I'll still love the original. Hep it up. It don't 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 reboot it. Yeah, hopefully they don't reboot Hollywood, it. Hollywood, if you're listening, stop effing up movies and rebooting them. Um, uh, what do you think of the style of the film? Uh, the, I I mean, do you mean like the animation or uh, like the aesthetic? The, the look, the aesthetic of the film. I I think it made sense. It worked. Um, it's it was a fairy tale kind of like landed, and it felt that way. You know, I I think it told the story well. Um, I have no problems with it. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't have any judgments on it. I think they did a really good job. I think this is a good time to exploit somebody. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, with me is Zhang Yang. He's in the studio. Zhang, do you got anything to say about Shrek? Yo, guys. I've only seen the first one, and I'm not a big fan of the series. But yeah. <laughs> uh, well put, Zang. Well there you go. That was, that was some <laughs> wise words from Zang. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, uh, how would you grade this film? Oh, I I mean, for its time? Are we judging oh, just it? in general. Yeah. 
I I would honestly give it like a ten out of ten. I I I don't hate the film in any way, shape, or form. I give this film an A, just yeah. a solid A. Yeah, yeah, it's just a great job. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks for being here, Stephen. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Uh, that's it for Movie Mondays, guys. So uh, till the next time, we'll uh, we'll be back here and uh, we'll talk about other movies. Awesome.